The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. Are you from New York? I'm from Boston, but I've lived in New York for like three and a half years. Got it. Another guest that could have easily been in New York, but Josh snagged for LA. <laughs> Just unbelievable. <laughs> what can I say? Well, here we are on The Good Guys <laughs> with our friend Brianna. Thank you for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. S- so exciting. From- I love you guys. Oh my gosh. I saw, I literally saw your billboard in Boston <gasps> while I was driving to the airport and I was like, oh, wait, what the fuck? I, I thought it was obviously one of the funny, like, like the lawyer things. And then sure. I was like, no, I know him. I know him. It was so good. It's so good. Oh my God. I God. love that. Why Boston? Josh, Josh, the billboards are working. Why Boston? Because Is it we only get free Boston? Bill- no, they no, offered we, a free we billboard. Take free, oh, we take free billboards. Okay, I it, like that. We, we have a billboard in Boston. We have a couple in New York. We have two in Saudi Arabia and one in Turkey. Shut up. We do? No. <laughs> no. Oh my God. I was like, you guys are sick. We're in, <laughs> we're in Abu Dhabi and Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> I need a free billboard. How do you? The hell? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll have my. People yeah, we'll talk. Yeah. Alex. What is it's, this it's billboard a, hookup of yours? Because you just offer it, Ben, and I go. Sounds good, honey. I'm like your wife who signed. I'm like Madoff's wife. I just go sign here, babe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need, you need, the, you need reservations at fancy restaurants. You need free billboards. Those are the two things that I can help. Oh, with. you're that Those guy. Okay. I'm, I'm that guy. The billboards and the and the restaurant. I like that. Um, but I'm so happy that you saw that. It was. <laughs> Incredible. It's like such, such like a fun moment for us. We have no idea if it does anything. Like, what does at home even do? But maybe it does something. Maybe it did something to me. It. it resonated. Wow. Yeah. I freaking love that. Well, That's it's great. funny because we originally wanted a QR code on the billboard. Uh-huh. And then literally the Federal Transportation Commission was like, hey, assholes, you want people snapping pictures while driving of your QR code? <laughs> and we were like, okay, sorry, we're trying to be industrious. <laughs> That's and, crazy. I feel like I see QR codes all the time. You do not on billboards on freeways though. And then of <laughs> true, course true. we take the exact same creative and we put it on these billboards. We now have like these street level billboards next to subway stations in the city that are freaking sweet. Okay. And I've gotten at least a hundred DMs from these like marketing girlies that are like, you really should have put on a QR code. It's like, we tried, we tried, we tried. <laughs> and so I'm not reversioning the creative for every state. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's I'm fair. just, it's co- copy and paste, copy and paste, move on. It is we're, what it we've is. We've got billboards in Texas. It's the same billboard, but we're just in cowboy hats. Like we yeah. superimpose <laughs> the cheese heads yeah. in Wisconsin. Every yeah. single state is different. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I wonder funny. if they work. Do you think billboards work? Uh, by the way, if you saw it, right, I and guess, it, and you felt something, it yeah. worked. But you can't measure it, which makes it really, really hard to like actually spend money on. I don't know. I think they work. I think they work really well if you're a massive brand. Okay, like, fair. but like, like a Bud Light having an ad to remind you that they exist. Genius, Verizon, mm. genius. When you're like a smaller brand, I think it's like yeah. A, when you're like I a think new it's guy, a, it's like what the fuck is that? Yeah, it's like not the, it's not like the seventh, not to get like too marketing-y, but like there are seven <laughs> points of awareness for a conversion and the billboard shouldn't be your first. It should be your seventh. It's like the, Fair. hey, I exist. So the next time you're in the liquor store, go and buy Spirit Society or mm. I guess High Noon. What can high Noon. Fire water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what is the deal with High Noon and Barstool? Like for, for people that work there, like, of course I know Portnoy, but like, do you have to hawk High Noon? No. So High Noon is really like just 
Dave's thing at Barstool. So he's like the face of it, the ambassador, which is crazy. What's crazy about High Noon is you have to be 25 at Barstool to endorse it. So I like I do Pirate Water, which is like my alcohol brand at Barstool. But I couldn't even if I wanted to like promote High Noon because I'm 24. You're 24? Yeah. You're crushing it. Thank you. Good for you. I mean, I knew you were young, but 24, I'm so envious. I'm 37. Well, I mean, like all, like Josh, Josh Richards, he's like 21. And I'm like, I feel like a grandma. Everyone is so, so much younger than me. So when you say that, I'm like, yes, I needed that. Oh, 24 is young. 21 is young. Yeah, 21 is so young. (sighs) You're crushing it. I had no clue. I had no idea. Can you imagine Josh Richards, like, Ben, can you imagine looking like him for like a day? How nice. No. Yeah, what would you guys do? I'd walk around naked. <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I don't know. I would say thank you to my Christian parents for not being Jewish and yeah. admire my natural born physique where he, I could probably, honestly, I'd go to Quiznos and eat two subs and not feel bad about it. That's <laughs> yeah. what I That's true. I bet he That's just walks around and people are just nicer to him. Definitely. They're just always getting like looked at with smiles. Oh, I couldn't yeah. imagine. It's a beautiful thing. It's probably it's probably like being a King Charles Cavalier on the street. Like you look at them <laughs> and they're you're just like, wow, they're so cute and, and beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty people are, you know, like I, I I did a TV show with John Stamos where like I played his son, mm-hmm. which was absurd. I wish I could go back and tell Chubby yeah, crazy, Josh. Right? Like, one day things are gonna work out. Like you'll be able to pass for Stamos's offspring. That's sick. You can say you're super hot just because of that. I'm honored. Well, at least it's like not like the worst, like a car wreck as I once was. But what was crazy was seeing people's reaction around him. Mm-hmm. Women would just get inappropriate. Really? Around him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like women around John Stamos turn into dudes in the 90s. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I saw like a very famous actress walk by him and go, oh, I like you. <laughs> and I was like, man, get it together. <laughs> they just lose yeah. all of it. And they're like primal for yeah. John Stamos. She was like, you keep smiling at me like that. Something's going to happen. I'm, I'm like, take you back. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm like, I'm going to get you canceled, <laughs> ma'am. Holy shit. I know that's crazy. But then it's like when women do it, is it like, oh, it's just like kind of creepy. But if a guy were to do it, it's like, oh my gosh, lock him up. Yeah, lock yeah. him up <laughs> and throw away the key. Double lock standard. Him up. Mm-hmm. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> Trump. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We're like red, white, and blue. Fuck. <laughs> this, this is a deeply patriotic podcasts i feel like oh, we're, i knew that i'm wondering if like like with bffs you have the you have two massive podcasts you're you're totally crushing it i don't know how you guys are but like with us we just don't really do politics because we're like we don't want to divide our audience fair and, enough yeah but like as we're coming into this in november of 2024 it's going to be wild like will we mm-hmm. all have to start talking a little bit more about it I don't know. I, nope. I, I don't think <laughs> so. I don't, nope. I don't, I'm not smart enough and I don't claim to be smart enough. I'm not, I'm not on doing a podcast to be a news channel. I'm doing a podcast to say stupid stuff. So mm. when people want me to talk about politics, I'm like, why? I'm not that guy. You don't want smart. to get your information from me. That's so smart of you to know your lane. Yeah. And I just, where you thrive. I, I'm, I claim stupid. When it, <laughs> when it comes to that, it's like, that's not my job. I dropped out of college. What college did you drop out of? I was at a tiny school in Cleveland and I dropped out and moved to New York and then worked at Barstool. So crazy. I was in, I was going to go to med school. Were you, was it like the Cleveland Clinic? Like, what was the <laughs> I school? Know, but I was gonna, oh, it was called Baldwin Walls is where I was going. Sounds smart. I, I was going to go to dental school. Were look you? At that. Wow. And now I, look at us. I was. I was. Look at us. Now I we didn't talk drop politics. Out. I, I, I didn't drop out though. I weirdly have a minor in chemistry that no will never be used wow. ever. But- I kind of want to go back yeah. to school. 
but I don't know. You should. I, you should. I, I kind of want to. You should become to. a doctor. Imagine do you know how, how crazy that would be. <laughs> do you know how much? Do you know how much money you'd make as a plastic surgeon now? That's what like I wanted could, to do. Yeah, well, you could have your own show, like a botched. We'll get you and Terry Dubrow. Ugh. We'll we'll pitch it to like Oxygen. You're, you'll be freaking loaded. I do the surgeries. I botch them, and then he fixes them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because I don't think that's, I'd be that good. I'd be like drunk or something. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's ben, good. Ben, say something smart chemistry style. Yeah, I don't know. You put me on the spot. A beaker? What's a beaker? <laughs> a, a beaker is like a test tube. Mm. And uh, chemistry is is cool. And um, Isn't it crazy uh, how it was your whole fun. life and it's all you knew in your brain and then when yeah, you stop uh, doing uh, it, it leaves. You forget all of it. But you I, have I, a know, I know nothing. I know nothing. I, I know, know nothing. Ben, how do you know not? I mean, you have a minor. This isn't I took a chemistry. Mi- I, have, I, have a, I have a full minor. So you devoted four years to chemistry and you can't even like wow us for no, 20 seconds? No, no, no. No, no, no. Not four years. A minor is not a minor. You it's probably like, yeah. devote maybe three quarters of a year. My major was biology out the door. I don't remember. Really? Yeah. Crazy. And, and ma- majors you really focus on for, I don't know, a year to a year and a half. The first two-ish years of college are learning about God knows what. Then all of a sudden you start to select, okay, majors, minors, whatever. And those are your focus courses, but you still learn a lot of other random. Yeah. I had like six history classes, a religion class and art. And I was a bio major and it was crazy. It made no sense. I was like, why, how are you paying for this? College is weird. Do you go to college? College is weird. No, I was a child actor. (laughs) Oh, I forgot. My (laughs) youth was stolen. I didn't even have a choice. Mm. My mom made me get into a secret agreement when I was 16 that I was going to support the family no matter what, hell or high water. Wow. I wanted to be a dentist. Wow. That's <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> I love, I love Barb. Barb's the best. Do we love Barb? Good woman. Barb's the best. Oh, okay. love. We love Barb. Okay. We love our, we love our moms on this show. I love my Even mom too. Barb, 10 yeah. out of 10. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. I'm like Jeanette McCurdy. Yeah. Oh, what? I know. She fucking hates her dead mom. <laughs> <laughs> Who's been your favorite guest? And I don't know if you can say least favorite guest. You probably can't. But who's been your favorite guest on your podcast? Mm, favorite guest other than Josh. Favorite guest on BFFs for me probably would have been, oh, Cody Co and Noel. Because that was like one of my first, one of my first episodes. And mm. I was like, diehard, still am, love them. But they are what got me into podcasting and like YouTube and everything. So when they came on, also, I feel like a lot of their jokes just went over the guys' heads <laughs> and I was like the only one catching them. And I was like, this is great. I love them so much. But that, that's when I was still silent on the podcast. I didn't like talk on the podcast until a year into it, which was insane. And so to that point, what what was the thing that Dave saw that made him want to make this podcast possible and bring you the three of you together? So it was him and Josh, which... <laughs> like the side of that is just kind of crazy that yeah. he's like Dave's like 40 Josh was like 19 at the time and it was too broy. so they brought like a bunch of people um in Barstool on and like trialed and errored and then I came in and I was the first like TikTok girl at Barstool they didn't mm. like really know what it was what it was going to be and I knew all of like the TikTok drama and all the boring stuff I was like that girl so I came on and I think I helped balance it out where it wasn't just two bros going back and forth and like girls wanted to listen to the podcast which was cool yeah but like i said didn't talk for a while i was terrified of dave i thought i hated josh i thought he was like a loser and now we're best friends (laughs) why i don't know like i mean you've seen the videos he got famous for sure they're a little they're which like you could say the same to me cringe but 
his were a little like, that's just like not a guy I'd want to hang out with. But then you meet him and he's this charismatic, like fucking little beautiful statue man walking around. So I did fall in love with him. He's like my little brother. He And very genuine. Like Oh yeah, for sure. He, it's, he's Canadian. He's Canadian. They're too good Canadian. What They're the fuck? Canadians. Canadians is crazy. I was just talking about that in my car right here with my friend. We have these Canadian friends where it's like, every time like we comment on their pictures, they'll text us, I love you, miss you, which should be like, a normal thing but to us boston girls we're like this is suspiciously nice like i get mm. suspicious of people <laughs> that are too nice yeah. i'm like are you a murderer or are you saying bad things behind my back if people are too nice it freaks me out <laughs> that's a good subject to bring up like are is a normal amount of reticence and protection and defense better than when someone comes in really hot and like because sometimes I'll feel bad, but I'll be like, why is this person being so nice? It sets off alarms. For well, me. okay. So Matt Reif came on BFFs. Uh, I don't, I have no sense of time, like two months ago or three mm -hmm. months ago. And he came into the office and he was like alarmingly nice. Like he came in, he went up to everyone and like shook their hands in a way where like he looked in their eyes and he was just like overcompensating for something. Like a politician kind yes. of. Yes. And I'm like, mm. why are you campaigning? You're a comedian. What the fuck are you, what's going on? And right when he left, we were like, he was too nice. And then three weeks later, no news broke that he had like a bajillion girlfriends at the same time. And he was like a terrible person. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, wow. <laughs> too nice. Serial killer vibes. Uh, Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Wow. That that's crazy. But yeah, too nice is just people. You got to have self-awareness. Yeah. Just be like it, regular. It, nice. It, just be regular. Nice. And know who you're being too nice to. Yeah. Because, because certain people, if, if they're too nice to me, but I see them like, Oh, this, this lovely woman from from Idaho <laughs> is just like a lovely Idahoian woman. Exactly. Right? Like I have no issues, but I'm sure Matt Reif is overly nice with those muscles and whatever. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yep, something's wrong. And, yeah. And yeah. Why are you too nice? <laughs> yeah. I I watched that. I don't know if we want to talk about it, but I I watched that Netflix special and I did and I did not laugh. I don't know if I'm alone in that, but, and I don't know if we want to talk about but that. But are you but like I, a ha ha comedy guy or no? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't, I didn't laugh. And it's funny. I actually did laugh at the part where he's under the most fire for that domestic abuse joke. I, I did giggle at that. I laughed at the wrong parts too. Like a yeah. giggle. I'm not really, I don't know. I'm not really that into comedy specials, but I watched his cause he was coming on the podcast and I don't know. I was. I was nice when he came on. Maybe I'm a fake bitch, but when he came on, I was like, yeah, I was like, it was funnier than I thought. But like, I had known so much prior information about him because he, Brooke Schofield, you, you know. Yeah, she's yes. awesome. I knew everything that he had done to her, but it was like, it wasn't news. Like she was my friend. She told me when it happened. So I like secretly hated him when he came on the podcast, but I had to be nice to him because I didn't want to out Brooke's information. Because sure. if I was mean, they'd be like, why? And I, I'd be like, well, I can't tell you. I just have a bad feeling. So I was nice <laughs> to him when he came on the podcast. Oh. And now I'm looking back and I'm like, damn, I'm just kind of fake, I guess. No, nah, <laughs> I, I think you probably handled it the correct way. I mean, listen, I, 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 I think his crowd work clips, the ones I've seen are excellent. Like yeah. he obviously has this talent for that thing. And Clearly, I think you just, unfortunately, you have to be okay that you're not going to be for everyone. And I think that's yeah. a hard thing for people totally. when they be yeah. 100%. so famous so quickly. Especially because he's so defensive and protective about the opinion on him. So like, like you said, he's commenting on everything. But it's crazy how he was lifted up so like universally and torn down so quickly by like the same people.
So, Brie, you're from Boston. Yes. Boston, Boston proper, Southie, Dorchester. I grew up in Southie. You grew up in Southie? I grew up in Southie. Well, until I was like 10, and then I moved to the suburbs. So is Southie like Goodwill Hunting? Like, are there like handsome boys who are like misunderstood geniuses? No. <laughs> or is it more like the town? It's more like the town, but that's so much better to me. Like, oh it's my God. It's just a bunch of Ben Afflecks. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I'm like so... Uh, I, I was having this argument with... A bunch of people, we were talking about who's hotter, Ben Affleck or Brad Pitt. And I'm obviously saying Ben Affleck and everyone's like, you're an idiot. It's Brad Pitt. But <laughs> I have this thing instilled in me where it's like this Boston guy, Ben Affleck, is just, it's Ben Affleck. What would you guys say? I, I think Brad, I would probably say Brad Pitt. I was the only like, one saying Ben Affleck. But but that said, there's something really hot about the Ben Affleck smoking a cigarette, like the... <sighs> Yeah, you know, like drinking those, a Dunkin' yeah. Donuts coffee, and just yeah, he's a man's man. His ass cracks he's out. Man's he's man. a man's man. Yeah, but man's no, man. Southie is. It's a bunch of. I feel like there is a, a requirement to be good looking there. Everyone, mm. all the girls, all the guys are super good looking, but there's no like secret genius there. Defin <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. Like just I'm a from bunch there. of longshoremen and and, and <laughs> drug dealers. <laughs> yeah, blue collar. But I love that. that. That sounds great. And then, do you ever like? Are your your family still there? So yeah. you go back and you yeah. And you said one day you'd like to like end up there. Yeah, I want. I still have my childhood house that I grew up in in Southie that I might go back to one day. Wow. Yeah, I, I definitely will return to Boston. Will you guys return to where? I guess you won't. No, I never won't. left. Yeah, jo never left. Well, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make Josh return. You should. I'm gonna make him. Would you? I so here's my thing: is that I actually think people, even if you're from the greatest city in the world, mm -hmm. right? Be it Boston <laughs> or New York, duh. <laughs> but like, I think you have made a mistake if you don't spend a couple years out of the place where you were. Agree, born. agree. Ben, you've never lived yeah, anywhere what, else. What the, what the fuck do you want from me? Go no, somewhere why would else. Why would I leave? It's, it's so it's New the, York. It's the best city. Uh, it's like, the best. You have to live. I totally agree. You have yes. to live somewhere else in your life, even if it's fucking uh, Idaho. Just like go somewhere the else. The ship has sailed. The ship has sailed. I guess sailed. that's it's true. Over. Is your is it's your over. wife from I, California? It, I love that the ship has sailed until we find out that Ben and Claudia had three kids and moved because we know that's next. Yeah, <laughs> Some right? but, 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 but by the way, but by the way, that is the equivalent of the ship has sailed. <laughs> you know, like if I, I like, I'm not gonna move somewhere incredibly adventurous. I'm not gonna spend 18 months in Florence or like no, like maybe sure, maybe I move to Florida. Maybe, maybe I move to honestly. I just got back from Utah. I gotta say, a ranch in Utah. Sounds freaking that sweet. I, I think I want to go there. Yeah. For a year, I want to live there. Florida, I cannot believe anyone would live there. I know. Even Dave, I really don't he's want rich. to. He's rich. It's different. But still, Florida, not for me. I hate it. I hate Miami. Really? Yeah. I'm not a Florida person either. I'm with you. Miami is just... Oh, it's so it's so Miami. It's like rancid. I get shit. I get shit when I say that, but I hate Miami. No, Miami is very Times Square. Yes, right? And everyone yes. is always in like a tight little dress walking around at like seven in the morning. I'm like, how do you guys do this? How do you live this life? I'd be a drug addict if I lived there. <laughs> Ooh, fine. Everyone's yeah. a hooker. Uh, yeah. That's what it is. Everyone's a hooker. hooker. Hookers and blow. But it's very European. By the way, yeah. Now I want to move to Miami. It, 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 now we move. <laughs> but there's like good food. It's very European. There's obviously like an incredible Latin influence. Like I feel like that's kind of the fun part is like that yeah. crossroads of cultural... I don't know. Ben's not about it. I can tell it on his face. Mm, the food is like, okay, but I don't know. Miami, it feels like a 
casino town that is stuck. When I go to Miami, I feel like I'm stuck in this time capsule and I cannot wait to get out of the fucking time capsule. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I don't want to shit on all of Florida though, because I actually, I, I think Fort Lauderdale, super fun. I know it's like a little gross. I like it better super than fun. Miami. Yeah. Me, me too. Del Rey, really fun. Honestly, Boca. Nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. You go over to Tampa. Tampa's cool. Jacksonville, I think I'm with you. Mm. Bree, I think Miami is the problem. Mm -hmm. I love Delray Beach. That's one of my favorite. You sound yeah. like you yes. own a Panera Bread, Ben. I'm a franchisee. Oh, man, you haven't lived till you've been to Fresno, California. <laughs> uh, I, I say, I, say uh, I hate places, though, and but I could like live and be happy anywhere. Anywhere I go, I'm like, oh, I think I could do this. Every time I come to LA, I'm like, yeah, I think this is it. I think this is it. You were just on a beautiful vacation with your boyfriend in, in Australia? Oh, yes. What'd you think of Australia? Well, I want to move there. But really? Everywhere I go, I'm like, I want to move there. I did want to, I was supposed to move to Australia during COVID happened, so I couldn't move there. I was going to study abroad and then I was like, I'm just going to start my life here and become a surfer and like be a bartender. And you had never been there or you were- I had been there once. I've been there in high school. And you were just like, this is I was like, this be is the it. new me. Oh my God, the people there are so cool. Have you guys been? I've never been. No. Oh my God. I'm too, I'm, well, you I'm too afraid of the length of the flight. I'm too afraid of the length of the flight. I Slept do. I do travel. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't just like sit and bike. Like I travel. Okay. I travel. Okay. But, but I just won't live anywhere. But the flight has always scared me. Isn't it 24 hours? Yeah. It's well from New York to LA and then it's like 16 hours. But flights are my, like long flights are my favorite thing. Me too. I feel like it's the only time I can shut off and I feel like I'm like just relaxing. Wait, nobody ever told me that it's a New York to LA then 16 hours. It's far more approachable. Yeah, it's not that bad. You could also do the bad. longest flight in the world, which is Newark to Singapore, which is 19 hours, and then a quick three-hour hop. <laughs> hop skipping a jump. To Australia, mate. Oh, you could do that. They, Brian Kelly just took over your body on that one. <laughs> I, that was a, thank that you. was a straight points guy. I know my AV. I did a movie with this gorgeous Australian accent, or accent actress. <laughs> I did a movie with this gorgeous Australian actress who I was really in love with mm -hmm. throughout filming and for just, I don't know, years after. And, <laughs> uh, and it so affected my, like my fear. Uh, obviously, I'm a happily married man now. But my fear always of going to Australia until then was like, I'm going to fall in love too easily. Mm, that's like, fair. Well, in Australia, there's way more women than there are men. So like it's it's the easiest place for a man to get a lover, a straight man to have a lover. Yeah. There's really? like, what is wow. it? I don't know the statistic. Like I said, I didn't claim to be smart, but for like, for every one woman, there's like five men or something or the opposite. Wow. No, five women to one man. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Which is incredible wow. considering no one lives in the middle. Yeah. We found out last week that we have one singular listener every week in Pakistan. Shut up. Yeah. No, we don't know. We don't know who they are. Wait, you have to. But, but I checked the data and honestly, now is the right time. Please reveal yourself. I was going to say, if tell you them. are our Pakistani listener, I want to celebrate you. Please. I want to know who you are. Send us an email. Have them as a guest. DM us. Or her. I would love For it. For just like five minutes. Our Pakistani listener. Good guys live from Islamabad? That is sick. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are world fucking wide. Do you think the president's ever allowed to? You know, like, they're getting asked so many questions a day. Hmm. Obama was famous for having three suits and, well, three colors of suits, and he didn't deviate because mm -hmm. he had so much decision fatigue of mm -hmm. how many things he had to answer throughout the day. He's like, I don't, like, why Steve Jobs wore the same outfit yeah. all the time? Do you think ever a president can go like, 
I don't know. <laughs> Figure it out. Oh, someone help me. Why are you asking me? <laughs> uh, they I... have to, right? Once, maybe like in the closet and then they step out and they're like, this is what we're doing. Yeah, I don't know. Like, do they have to be sure of themselves? Imagine your life that stressful where you have to wear the same outfit every day because it's too much to change clothes. Yeah. I would I would kill myself, I think. That would be crazy. I think they all lean on everyone, but we're not, you're not sneaking me into politics, Josh. You're not doing it. <laughs> you're not doing politics. it. I'm on a slip. I'm on a slippery slope. I'm falling down a slide. I'm keeping my mouth shut. Oh, did you get in trouble? No, I just feel like I will. I just, <laughs> That's fair. I can't explain. I just, it's just, there's too many just real opinions that sit inside this beautiful brain and my brain mouth is so close and it's just getting closer. Nope. Not happening. I feel you. I feel you. It's hard. A podcast Not, are like, sometimes you forget. You're just, you're talking to a bunch of people. I always feel like I'm just talking to my co-host and that I forget it's going out into the world. And there's a lot of people that are going to see it and be angry with some of the shit you say. Have you gotten? I just feel, sorry, I, I just feel like presidents in general, just oh, all presidents, they have too many people around them that actually make the decisions. I feel like the actual president all the time is literally like, I don't know. I don't know. You, 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 you know, they're just like a figurehead for like 45 million people that work for them that actually make their decisions thoughts yeah yeah well that's true right there's an army that makes up the president just like yeah the face cool all right that was my controversial take so have you <laughs> gotten into hot water for things you said on the podcast <laughs> oh yeah to countless times really yeah and how do you sort of weather that i don't know i don't really i don't really care because the internet to me isn't a it's an it's an echo chamber it's not a real place like a real place you go out in the world People aren't coming up to you saying they hate you or you're an idiot or you're a stupid bitch. It's like, that's just the comments sometimes. And I feel like it is hard. Like, I've gotten into a lot of hot water the past. You talked about it on BFFs, I think, with like the the working class thing. Wh which Work, part? The, the, did you guys talk about it on BFFs? I think so. The nine sure. to five thing. Yes. Dave went on a whole rant. Yeah, of the people. rant thing. Like, yes. we were getting a lot of fire for that. And, that's when I think when you get picked up for one little thing that a lot of people hate, then they start to pick apart your whole entire like online persona is which I've never experienced that until that. And I just kind of stopped reading comments, which I think is a good thing. I used to be so in the comment section mm. seeing if, if I didn't have positive reinforcement, I was like, am I doing a good job? Should I even be doing this? Now I have to realize like positive reinforcement and like, Negative comments are the same thing. They both hold no val like value. You can't yes. be like excited off of someone that you don't know saying you're amazing if you're like super upset about someone saying you're the worst. Like you just have to invalidate mm -hmm. all of the comments, which yes. is kind of hard because you want to love all the good comments about yourself. But oh. they, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. When people turn out for me and say nice things, it's just like it. It's I just want to be like, you're right, Dad. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I know. But the worst part is then someone says something that gets to you and it confirms your worst fear. Yeah. Right? That you are not enough, not smart enough, not exactly. you know, uh, good looking enough, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. It's weird. That, 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 may, that maybe you have an egghead, you know? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Do maybe. people say you have an egghead, Ben? A couple people. A couple people have Seen said you it. always they have. remember. And then... Uh, and then I look in the mirror and I'm like, damn it, you do. <laughs> but you do a really good job of hiding it sometimes. You know, it just is what it I is. I have pepperoni nips and major depressive disorder. We're all human. Yeah, we all have our shit. We all have our problems. <laughs> We're all human. Can we? You have great nipples. You have, you have great nipples. <laughs> We've been in. He's talking to you. Do you show your nipples on the pod a lot? We, 
we've been we, we've been cold we've been cold plunging. Oh, we've been, over Zoom. We've been sauning. <laughs> no, you guys are set up a cold plunge yeah. over Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Shout out Live Nation. <laughs> Who's your boy that that hosts Live Method? Live, Live Method. Method. Yeah, <laughs> Live Nation. Yeah. The owning company. <laughs> <laughs> it's big time. It's big time. But yeah, no, yeah, Josh, beautiful good nipples. Good nipples, good. Beautiful. Good. So, so kind. Yeah. yeah, you either have really good nipples or bad <laughs> nipples. I feel like there's no in between. So good for you. Yeah. Yeah. And tell me, because I, I don't know if you talk about it at nauseum, but like, <laughs> so you recently sort of have gone into sort of public stardom and whatnot, and mm-hmm. then, and you're crushing it, and then you have this very high profile relationship. Yeah. Like, what's that? Do you mind talking about that? No, no, no that? it's oh, fine. Like, so what's that like? I mean, your boyfriend, Zach Bryant's crushing it. Like you guys are, you guys are adorable together. Thank you. How is that, you know, having something that's very publicly commented on? The worst. Oh my gosh. It's the worst. Mm. I had never had a a public relationship. I mean, I've had boyfriends that I've like posted on social media before, but I've never dated like a public figure. Mm. And I always said I wouldn't. And then I met this guy, I fall in love with him and how did you guys meet? Oh, I've actually never told the story. Yes. Of Clip it. Go is, for it. <laughs> thank, thank God. I'm not even on Woo! my podcast. I've never told the story of how like we met. It's kind of crazy. So J date. No. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm sorry. We started, he like DM'd me on Instagram and we started chatting. I had went to one of his concerts and mm. uh, he was friends with Billy football, who is a Barstool person. And me and Billy football went to the concert together, but I went to the concert with like my ex-boyfriend. Like I was at the concert with him. I didn't meet Zach that night, but I ended up on stage with Josh Richards singing. Mm. So Zach had like saw me, but I was in a relationship and I think like a month or yeah, a month later he DM me on Instagram. Cause I had made a podcast episode about like how amazing he was and his team was and I had just gotten out of a relationship and we started talking and we were texting like middle schoolers. And I was like, what the hell? This is crazy. You're like super famous. What's going on? Are we, are you, you're love bombing me? This is crazy. Like, I didn't know what, if it was real, or we were just like messaging on Instagram and never going to meet. And I, I was texting him like drunk one night and he was like, I have to drive my truck from Philly to Oklahoma, but we had never met in person before. We haven't even FaceTimed and I was drunk. So I was like, do you need like a road trip partner? And he was like, sure. So the next morning I took the train from New York to Philly and our first time meeting, our first date was an 18 hour car ride together. And it could have been like the worst thing in the world or like the absolute best first date in the world. And we didn't turn the radio on one time and we talked for 18 hours straight. We had like the best weekend of our lives and we didn't think we're ever going to see each other again. And then it was just like, we couldn't stop thinking about each other and we we're like fuck we've got to make this work and now we're like inseparable like wow crazy yeah I'm it was a beautiful, beautiful. love story I'm bu- yeah that was an unbelievable movie i've I already know, written it's it so it's so great i couldn't it's crazy couldn't even that, that sounds like a movie it. of the week on the country music channel <laughs> yeah insane unbelievable wow Wow. Yeah, so that congrats. Yeah, thanks. That was like it's the best love story I've ever had. He's like the greatest guy in the world. He's so painfully normal and like he just wants to be a carpenter. It's so crazy. So I think that's why we work so well. We're like each other's peace because our lives are so chaotic and we get together and it's like, okay, this is home. So it's nice. And having a, a musician as a boyfriend, are you ever like wondering if he's writing like if his new song is kind of about you or yeah. Has he course. written a song about you? I mean, like, 
I don't know. Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like he has to, right? But also, <laughs> also the crazy uh, thing about musicians, and this is something like what you just asked, is it hard dating someone like so public and stuff? Because people pick apart his lyrics and like stuff like that. But he's a songwriter. So like half of the songs he writes, he's like creating stories. It's shit that may not have even happened in his life before. Mm. But the people on the internet don't seem to understand that. So like, it's annoying. Mm. I have to really like not look at stuff on the internet because people just pick apart his past relationships, my past relationships, every lyric, everything I say on my podcast. It's almost like exhausting. Mm. Yeah. Cause like if my wife was a country singer and she had lyrics like, like you left your mouth guard on the nightstand <laughs> last night, I'd be like, that's me. <laughs> like, Oh my God, that's about like, me. I love your lisp and your love handles. I'd be like, whoa, wow. she's I'm totally <laughs> into me. <laughs> like if her, if her single was lisp and love handles, I'd be like, that's about me, guys. <laughs> that's a banger. <laughs> Imagine it's not about you though. It's about another guy with the lisp. <laughs> Why she has a type? <laughs> that would hurt. It was about. It was about me. <laughs> it was about. And yeah, I mean, I think that's it. It it really is interesting because whenever I've seen like famous couples mm -hmm. complain about insane paparazzi or whatever, mm -hmm. there's always been a part of me as someone removed who goes like, well, then don't be famous and date. Yeah, because that that is literally crack. For yeah, pop culture. People cannot. It's it's the prom king and the prom queen. I know. They can't handle it. So, but love is love. Feelings are feelings, mm -hmm. and you can't control it. I know. It is crazy. I never wanted it. It's really hard to have a public relationship, but I mean, it's worth it when you're with the right person. So happy about it. And honestly, he's so big, but there's no like paparazzi or anything. I feel like we fly like super under the radar, which is cool. We just like do our own thing. Wow. Well, yeah. ben, Ben's a celebrity and he's with someone famous. I know. You guys are probably it's more paparazzi and famous than me it's and Zach. Hard. I'm actually serious. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard being an A-list celebrity. It is. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. But you guys are both touring at the same time. Is that right? Yeah. So I would go to all of his shows hard? and he'll come to all of mine, which is really nice. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's, yeah. And, and how do you like, like, how does, do you live in the same city or you don't? Yes, we do. Oh, you do? Yeah. You do. Okay. Yeah. We live okay. in New York. Thank God. Cool. But we're usually on the road, which is kind of insane. So we have we've had a hectic life. We've only been dating for like six months, but we've done so much together that it feels like ten years. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And do you guys, because it's only six months, do you ever talk about like long term stuff? Just because like if you guys are moving so quickly, like the yeah. idea of settling down, that's and you're so young and yeah, it's just not the time, right? Yeah. No, we're just taking it day by day, and we, like I said, we've never been like. We're never separated. This is the longest we've been separated. So I think it's good for us right now. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Like, yeah. My wife's like, go, go away. Yeah. Like stay longer. I'm, I'm sure like, those days will come. Yeah. <laughs> like, but we're no. still in like the honeymoon phase. I'm like, I'm going to fly back. So she's like, miss no, you. you don't have to. Fuck off. <laughs> See if there's a flight tomorrow. I'm having fun. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She always wants me back. I'm like, aren't you over me? It's almost 13 years. See, she's that's like, adorable. That's what yeah. I want. She likes me. Mm, that's good. It's weird. You should like your wife, I think. I and your like wife her. should like you. Mm. My wife's the bee's knees. I'm a big fan of her. That's She's a great mom. Mm. She's good pe I I'd love to hear about you guys. Like, because I certainly had people that I dated before my wife where I was like very into them as it applied to me. Mm. And by that I mean like I just liked the way I felt when I was around them. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. 
but I didn't really care about them in a holistic, like the way they affect the world. Mm -hmm. My wife, I like her as like a mom and as a daughter and as obviously as my wife, but like the way in which she walks through the world. You just love the person she is. I'm a fan of her existence. That's beautiful. Is that, do you guys feel that way? Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's interesting though. I don't think we've spoken about this, but Claudia was like really, we were each other's first like serious boyfriend, girlfriends. Mm. Like we met when we were 20 and 18. Wow. And we've been together for 11 years. And it's like, I've watched her as she with me. Like I've watched her just grow. Like she's, she's evolved as a person both with me and in front of me. And I've loved every second of it. Truly. Yeah. It's beautiful. Like love. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've had a lot of relationships too, where you're not really living like separate lives and you don't get to watch the person succeed. It's like, you guys are kind of just doing the same thing all the time. It's really nice to be in a relationship where you both feel like you're your own people and you get to like appreciate the things that each other do. If that makes sense. Like I get to watch him, he gets to watch me and we get to be proud of each other, which is cool. And I've never really had that before. And like when you get to watch enough of the same thing, like, I don't know if you have this, but like you, you see so many of his shows and I'm sure he sees so many of yours and you can find, at least I do. When I go to, I went to probably 50 of Claudia's uh, shows last year. And with every show, it's just like, oh my God, you are just getting so fucking good at yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, and like, it's just, it's so, it's so cool to watch. Of course, there's always nerves, but like things change as a person just evolves as whether it's a comic or a musician or whatever it may be. And being there for the entirety of the ride is such a, a cool experience. Yeah, it really is. Under, underratedly, underratedly. Yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's cool. And it's nice to have like, be each other's biggest fans. It's cool. I have a quick question. So you start the road trip to Oklahoma. You meet in Philly. What's the first rest stop? Stop. Mm. Was it fast food? Was mm. it? Um, oh, we're big fast food people. Gas station food. Do you remember? Yes, we stopped at this gas station because. Okay, we stopped at a gas station to get gas. We were about to run out of gas on the highway right when we got onto the highway because mm. he was all nervous and he forgot to get gas. And we stopped at this gas station. We still remember this guy. I think his name was. Hayden, he was the gas station attendant and he told us to like follow him out back. And we were like, what? Okay. We were both like, yeah, sure. So we follow him out back and he has double knee braces on like, but you know, like the knee braces in high school where it's just like a sleeve where someone wears it to be like, I hurt my knee like those Sure. double knee braces on impression. Yeah. And he's like Mm. hobbling over and then he starts walking fine. So we're like, what the fuck is this was a ploy and he's going to kill us. But he brings us to the back and his wife is just sitting in this car and he's like, I want you to say hi to my wife, Luke Bryan. My wife is a huge fan of you, Luke Bryan, to Zach. Thought he was Luke Bryan. And it was like the best thing ever. He took a bunch of pictures with her. And we got back in the car. Nice to meet you, Garth Brooks. (laughs) That's so funny. People do that all the time. Like people from home are like, you're dating Zach Brown band? I'm like, dude, I'm I'm dating a whole fucking band. What are you talking about? I go, yeah, I am, I am. But yeah, that was our first stop. And then... We got fedoras and we wore them. It was great. It was a great road trip. But what did you eat? Oh, we this ate, I gotta know. Okay, our first. Mm, he when he picked me up, he brought his favorite Greek food from Philly. But when we got out of the mm. car to meet the guy in the back with Luke, the Luke Bryan guy, his dog Jack <laughs> ate all of the Greek food while we were gone, and then he shit in the car and farted the whole entire way home. I bet. Mm-hmm. But thank God that wasn't you two farting. I know. Thank God. I think so we don't I, like talk about. I was gonna say thank. Thank God he was there so you could blame him. I'm sure you guys were tooting 18 <laughs> yeah, hours. Tootin it, tootin you had up. 
you had to be tooting me. You could just say damn dog in the Greek yeah, food. Exactly. Yeah, Taco honestly, maybe Bell. it was Zach. Yeah, we, yeah, we eat like yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds delish. Well, we have this segment on the show where we listen to speak pipes, like basically messages that the people send in wanting our advice about certain things. Cool. Just a disclaimer, I'm terrible at this. Okay. So let's see how it goes. And if you want to leave questions, <laughs> go to speakpipe.com slash goodguys. Speakpipe. Here we go. I told you I'm really <laughs> bad at this. This literally happens <laughs> every time. Okay, and here we go. go, go, go. Hey, guys. I was going to say my name, but now I'm not because <laughs> whatever. Love you guys. Anyway, I want to get your opinion on... I guess sleeping with someone on the first date. Okay, I know you guys are both married. I get it. But I am not. I'm a single girly. And, like, if you were to sleep with a girl on the first date, do guys have, like, a predetermined or, I guess, post-determined, like, view on that girl? Like, is she a throwaway now? Like, I just want to know what the vibe is, like, from two good guys. Yeah. I don't know if that made sense, but thanks. Love you guys. (sighs) You're a throwaway. Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's hilarious. I literally love her. Throwaways mean disposable, I think is the word. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm Um, curious. What is your guys' answers? Married men. I have, I'm a judgment free zone. I think it completely depends on the person and the experience. Like maybe you guys just like spent 18 hours in an 18 wheeler and it's hot and heavy and you got to go and stoop in the back. Like you have no choice. Like you're hot and heavy. You think that you're in a, like a, some kind of country strong type of movie. And like, I, you're going to need the jack hammer and overalls and it just completely depends. Completely depends. Like, I, I don't know, right? Like, I, I think it's I a vibe know. situation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I think that regardless, you're not a throwaway. No, go to better go to betterhelp.com. <laughs> Do we we need we need to bring them on, Josh, as a sponsor? We no, no, need, no like, we don't because we have a much better sponsor called Cerebral that are coming. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I God. Both. Okay, let's just cut that? it. Wait, hang on, hang on. Hang on. You got to go to Cerebral. Yes, you got to go to Cerebral and Cerebral. use it because you we I've need to build Cerebral. you up. Mm-hmm. You're not a throwaway. We got to build you Cerebral's up. Cerebral's really good stuff. Okay, next speak pipe. Hi, guys. I love you both so much. And I love the pod. I desperately need some advice. I am currently three months pregnant. Bunker. <laughs> nauseous all day in the nausea phase. And not sure if you know about this, but I'm sure you've had... <laughs> You've seen your sisters-in-laws and the nausea of it all. Josh, looking for advice. You know, my husband could use some advice with just how you dealt with your wife, how you were there for her. He's looking for some chivalry advice, or I'm looking for it for him because I, I know I'm being annoying when I keep complaining about it, but I also know that I'm carrying his baby and taking care of our other baby. And... I also know that I'm amazing and I'm allowed to complain, but I also know I could be complaining too much anyways. So I would love some advice and I just love you guys so much. I love how proudly Jewish you are. I love the pod and you are my faves. Wow. Wow. She's soothing. She's talking like so soothing. Or she's hiding. <laughs> hiding from her husband. <laughs> Terrifying. Honestly, I have some advice for her. I really do. First Does she of all, want advice or her, love, her husband? Love you too. I think that she wants. I, What's your advice? I took to from it that sick? she. 
<laughs> no, I thought that she wanted advice on how to counteract her nausea. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Not... I thought it was she wanted. <laughs> okay, so I advice. have. No, I have a wonderful Chinese acupuncture trick that gets me through my nausea. And I learned this while being on Ozempic, which was you get nauseous. It just, it it happens. Why are you saying this past tense? You're on Ozempic, no? (laughs) By by the way, I forgot that I went back on. I am back on. (laughs) But I was off. And now we're back on. But still, the trick, I'm no longer nauseous, but the trick still applies. You take your fingers like this and you put it on your wrist. And you hold your wrist like this. You create a pressure point for 10 seconds. If you ever feel like you're going to throw up, you won't throw up anymore. Wow. wow. I could have used that it in my life. Completely. If you're just listening, we're pushing on our wrists. It really works. You're pushing on your wrists. That's what it is. You ever wow. see sick, anything you push on that point, you're not going to be sick. So if the question, lady, was how do you <laughs> con- counteract your nausea, that's what it is. If it's are you complaining too much, you got to ask your husband. And if your husband tells you that you're complaining too much when you're pregnant, you should probably kick him He's in the He's a throwaway. He's a throwaway. Mm-hmm. He's a throwaway. <laughs> He's a throwaway. Also, ginger tea. Also, and I'm not a doctor, and this is not medical advice, but my wife, her OB, would tell her to take diphenhydramine, a.k.a. Benadryl, Ooh. at night, which was okay for her. Again, this is not medical advice, and I am not a medical professional. But for my wife, it A, helped her to sleep, and or Unisom, these were two allowed things for a pregnant person. Mm-hmm. It helped her to sleep, and it combated nausea. And if she didn't take it in the morning, she was always nauseous. So you guys actually have the best advice for this woman. What can I say? Or wow. a good old-fashioned ginger ale. Get a good old-fashioned ginger, ginger ale. You or know? a good old-fashioned yeah, gin and tonic. Drink while pregnant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ketamine drip mm-hmm. that probably helps the nausea, it, right? Ketamine. Yeah, shout out. Okay, let's see, S- Samantha. Let's let's pray. This is good. Hey, Josh and Ben, uh, big time moron here, and I have an extremely <laughs> hot take. It's our followers. I moron. am okay, I like sick that. and tired of sharing a bed with my husband. He keeps me up all night long. He tosses and turns. He's always coughing. He has to go to the bathroom. Like. 15 times in the middle of the night in which every time he goes to the bathroom, he has to brush his teeth in which he's gagging and he snores so hard and he's just like not fun to sleep next to. I have brought up sleeping in my own room or like going to sleep in the spare room and he gets so offended by it, but I'm just so tired. I feel like I haven't had a good night's sleep since we moved in together five years ago. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Would you guys be offended if your wives wanted to sleep in a different room? Let me know. Thank you. Wow. Oh, divorce Shrek. That seems terrible. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. That's my I biggest e- fear. I, like, can't sleep with your husband. I, 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 don't even, I don't even know what to say. Like, the part that threw me through a loop was all 15 times that he goes to the bathroom <laughs> in the middle of the night. Teeth. He brushes his teeth. He's a serial killer. He brushes <laughs> He brushes his teeth 15 times in the middle the of the night. Time? Every, every <laughs> night. Every night. Like, and the guy completely changed. In the beginning, I was like, okay, you're married to a big fat fatty that has some sleep apnea problems. And like, machine, fine. Yeah. like he snores, he drinks a lot, he pees, you know, like the, the classic fat stuff. Like it, it is what it is. But now I think he's nuts. Yeah. Get sleep get addicted to sleeping pills. Oh, yes. Right? Ambient, yeah. trazodone. Yeah. Yeah. Lunesta. At like a light. Yeah. Yes. I think this guy just needs to be self-aware enough to know that he's a terrible sleeping partner. And yeah, sleep in the other room. You're lucky that she's not divorcing you all (laughs) together. So be comfortable that, be happy that she's comfortable still living in the same home as you. But this is a big problem. He should have to sleep in the spare bedroom though. 
That's where I sleep. You're so kidding. Mm. <laughs> <You're so, laughs> I'm actually not. I, I I would say my wife and I sleep together 50% of the time. I was going to say, like, when you guys are married, do you sleep in the same bed the whole time? Or wh- what's the reason for it? It's, Baby? Personally, we do. But I feel like kids maybe say, change yeah. things. I don't know. I can't when speak you're, when When you have a, a baby, mm-hmm. you have to do shifts. True. You have to divide and conquer. And like, because you want to do your best to give each other like five to six hours. Oh, hell. I know. So then that helps because mm. usually the baby's in the bedroom. And so okay. one of you goes into the guest room, the other sleeps with the baby. They wake up for the first five or six hours of the night. Then you switch. Shift off. Okay. It's like a tag team mm. thing. Also in the morning, like my, my son will wake, like today I'm gone all day working. How old is your son? Five and one. Oh, you two. I have two. Oh my gosh. Congrats. I, I like only them. knew about the five-year-old. Wow. I know. It's crazy. We out here wow. reproducing. More? Strong Can I have more? My wife wants more. Are you going to have babies? Yeah. When? God willing. Pop them out? Up to, up, up to the man upstairs. We'll see. I don't know. Could be yes. Could be now. Could be today. Wow. You never know. No, She's you got to get off the Ozemp or it's going to have a six toe. And a cone head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, that plus the Jewish genes, you just never know. You really never know. The inbreeding. The, yeah, it's going to win a Nobel Prize and have knock knees. Just, just, just have a mustache on his forehead. Just like a... <laughs> Just an upper lip on your forehead. <laughs> Creepy. Yeah. But yeah, soon for sure. Soon for sure. I hope. Exciting. I hope. Yeah. But when yeah. you also yeah. have been like, like my wife and I have been together 12 years, mm-hmm. we have different, some nights we're totally aligned and mm-hmm. it's like, we want to watch something together or we want to canoodle or like yeah. something. And it's just like, we can both just feel that energy. Mm-hmm. Other times we couldn't be in more different worlds. Mm. Like, she like I'll be tired and she'll want to watch like three hours straight of Real Housewives, and I'm like, there's so much energy in this room right now, <laughs> and I really got to bring it down, mm-hmm. or vice versa. Like I'll want to be on my laptop looking up like weird mid two thousands BMWs mm-hmm. while listening to Andrew Huberman podcast. Obviously, and she'll be like, can you turn off some device or <laughs> it's bad? So then I'll be like, I'm gonna go in the other room, mm-hmm. which is fair. Yeah, because yeah. you can't always be on the same page with anyone ever. Yes. Yeah, that's marriage. No. It's marriage, That's boys. marriage. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So on our show, we have some, something called the what are you nuts segment, which is okay. people, places, and things, anything you have a gripe with or about currently, we'll we'll start, we'll give you a minute okay. to think of it. Okay. But, and it could be minor, major, whatever, just like something that's annoying you okay. that sticks in your craw. Ben, you want to go first? You want me to go? I can go. I just got back from Utah, spent a beautiful two weeks out West. Love Utah. Love it. Love the Mormons. Love the jazz. Love everything in Utah, except for two things. The first thing is the Utah state liquor laws. Mm. And that is a what are you nuts in and of itself. Completely government regulated. It's New Year's Eve, right? New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve falls on a Sunday. Do you know that in Utah, you cannot buy liquor on a Sunday, even from a government store. You cannot buy liquor on a Sunday, but it fell on New Year's. It fell on New Year's Eve, right? So everybody's like running around town. How do I get a bottle of Vouve Clicquot or something to just pop? You can't find anything, nothing. So that is a, what are you nuts? Because I could go to CVS and pick up a 30 rack of Bud Light, (laughs) which I did to play beer pong. So explain to me, I can buy beer on Sunday, but I can't buy champagne. We so wow. beer and wine is available at no just not beer? beer and wine just beer. What? Usually they they usually they group spirits separately and wine and beer 
Wine and beer have their own typically yeah, together, set of laws. Usually. They're together, totally separate. Wine and spirits, not available. Beer in CVS, available. All I got to say, what are you nuts? The <laughs> next one, very quickly, the whole time I'm there, I can't breathe. I can't breathe because the fucking air in Utah is so goddamn dry. The, I, like, the tourism board should tell you to bring a humidifier with you on the plane because it is literally that dry. You get there, you go into the grocery stores, the convenience stores, there's these oxygen tanks. You know those like handheld oxygen so you can- Yeah, yeah like they have, take they a have big them on huff. cruise ships. Yeah, I feel like it's a placebo. So you're taking a big huff. You know, it must be, it must be. All I know is I had a sinus infection for two weeks. I was nursing it every day. <laughs> Aquaphor, nasal spray, humidifier, and Jews shouldn't be allowed in Utah. Mm. What are you yeah. nuts? Well, ban them. Love it. <laughs> What are you nuts? Ban them. Ban them Utah. Clip, clip it, Marshall. That's out, right. out, out. Um, so, okay. So my what are you nuts moment is yesterday. I'm going to yoga. I'm a core power yoga guy. Nice. Hot yoga. So I'm walking up and I see a, a police car parked and I'm like, okay, no big deal. And then I'm walking into yoga and five feet away is a dead body. Oh, and it's the town. Ooh, it's yeah. It's just. And there's a sheet over it, and but I can see his shoes. He's wearing pumas, <gasps> and I I know. And the police officer is like, "That's kind of scarring." Well, he just says it's okay. Unfortunately, it's a guy. It was natural causes. I'm like, <sighs> I can see the needle in his arm. Oh, there's okay. nothing natural okay. about this. And mm -hmm. the most unnatural way it, to go. <laughs> yeah, like the cops, like it's okay. Like we've we've covered it. It's it's very sad, but the you know the coroner's on the on their way. So I'm seeing this. I'm like, wow. So I walk in and I say to the yoga teacher, who's lovely and very typical yogi, crunchy, granola, spiritual. <laughs> I'm like, well, how about outside? Right. And she goes, yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you know, just hoping that his spirit is in a peaceful place. But you know what? Class is going to be really great today. And we're just going to really we're going to help to get our minds off of things anyway. Get a strap and two blocks, and I'm like, babe, do not try to get me through this right now. Like, she was obviously so rattled yeah. and trying to yoga me out of it. Like, it's really hard, but we're gonna do a couple down dog salutations as a way to honor uh, our, oh our friend who was passed. And I'm like, honey, it's okay. Like, if you hold her shoulder, everything's gonna be okay. This is very dry. I'm gonna be like, what are you nuts? Like, you don't have to yogify the dead man outside. Yeah, you can't. It's gonna be okay. Uh, this is unfortunate no. and now we're, we'll do yoga as a, as a, a different sad yoga yeah it'll be a little sad yoga yeah great sash really really <laughs> oh, stretch good. yeah well it makes you think and, that and by, sash. by the time i walked out guy was good it was great okay mine i feel like people are going to be really mad at this one but okay you know how the new mean girls is coming out there is why yep. is it a musical yeah Oh, it's a musical? It's a fucking musical. But I, there's been a musical for a while, right? Um, wasn't it on Broadway? Yeah, but like it's a remake of the movie, but it's a musical. It's a music. It's a movie it's a musical. Movie musical. Who? Like, and Tina Fey is behind it? Uh, she's in it, but Renee Rapp is the main, is the lead. She's Regina. Who's that? She is. Oh, Marshall, am I going to get dragged for that? Should I know who Renee no, Rapp I, is? No, I love Renee no, Rapp. I'm, but no, I, I'm. I can't believe you haven't heard that this I know, movie's this is coming out. Shocking to oh, me. I had no. What? I feel like it's everywhere. Everyone's talking about it. No. And it like comes out like next yeah. week. Where have you what been? Are you doing? Movie I man. I don't mean to be it's mean. Been at Where yoga. Have you been? Movies at funerals. 
<laughs> I'm in mourning, you fucking monsters. Yeah, let me grieve. <laughs> um, fuck a musical. It yes. shouldn't be a fucking musical. It's Mean Girls, and I'm pissed about it. What the fuck? They also shouldn't have remade it if they're not going to put any of the original Mean Girls in it. I'm mad about it. I'm yeah. in. Stupid. I'm in. I hate what are you musicals. nuts? Do you guys like musicals? Like movie, movie musicals? No. High school musical. That's different. What a <laughs> That's different. That's what a f- God. Yeah, no, I, no, no. Normally I'm okay. with you. And with this Mean Girls, I haven't seen it, but I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's probably no, no bueno. Yeah. While we're talking about movies quickly, though, because as Josh knows, I see if I see a movie, mm-hmm. I'm going to see it late. I'm always going to see it really. Re- <laughs> Typically, it's really uh-huh. late. Like I watched Basketball Diaries for the first time like nine months ago and that movie is from like 1997. <laughs> but I just want to comment that I saw Barbie and it was fucking hard. You hated it? And I wanted to make sure that I said it on this podcast because of how angry people get when somebody doesn't like that yeah, movie. Yeah, my co-host and hated I just it. Let, Josh and, and I just want to let you um, know. Sorry, I'm mine. And oh, she's oh, a oh. Grace and she's a woman. So the whole internet called her a misogynist. For five months, and, she couldn't post without all of her comments being like, you fucking misogynist, you hate women, you're just like, you want to be oh a man, God. one of the guys. And she's like, I just didn't enjoy the movie. I'm just like, I, I'm I, not a bad person. <laughs> I just didn't enjoy the movie. Will Ferrell was amazing, <laughs> as he always is. And I just didn't think it was a good movie. And I posted about it on Instagram and everybody called me a misogynist for not liking the movie. And all I have to say is if you don't want men to comment on the movie, make it a women's only mm. film. Advertise <laughs> if you're a man, you can't see it. You can't see it. But <laughs> make if the I movie, movie like goer, Curves of the Gym, mm. the all women's gym. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All, yes. Yes. Curves Gym. Barbie brought Curves Studio. It's funny. Uh, but I wanted to make sure that everybody knew that I thought that the movie yeah. fucking sucked and it's not because I'm a misogynist. I love to lift women up and I hate it. I liked it, but I hated Saltburn and I said that on the internet last week and I said, can't hear the end of it. It's like, why can't you just not like a movie? Why you should be able to. Yeah. What What was salt? What was Saltburn about? Marshall? <laughs> Actually too long. Maybe too long. It's not even about it. it. It's yeah. just like, uh, it's just a bunch of like shock factor. It's like, just like, people being hot and it's like aesthetically pleasing but it was a stupid movie god i'm gonna get ruined <laughs> sounds like don't barbie. worry we'll, we'll leave like it in wasn't that barbie <laughs> wasn't that barbie like what was the difference uh, yeah i mean to each their own exactly you should be able to not like movies i respect your decision no i meant that it no i meant the barbie was just like a bunch of hot that's people. fair like get, get which is why I'm it was kind of a musical too <laughs> Brianna, thank you for being on the pod. Oh, is, there, is there anything you want to plug? Listen to my podcast, Plan Bree and BFFs. Talk a lot of shit, no politics, safe place, and you can say you hate movies on my podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can. Yeah. Thank you guys wow. for having me. You guys are awesome. So funny. You're awesome. Great podcast. Thank you. This is super fun. Five stars. If not, what are yeah, you I'll, nuts? I'll call back and say Rate. you can't air any of this, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to understand that joke because I've cut out the cut Jeanette the- part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, rate, review, subscribe, send it to a friend. You know, grow the pod. Grow the pod. Grow the pod. Yeah, leave a review. It means a lot. Five stars. We Matt Rife, repost, please. Shout out Matt Rife. Mm-hmm. You. You're welcome anytime. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.